welcome back to this week's second episode of Four Thorns. Of course, the uh, Bachelor producers gave us five hours of content this week, so we're back again. And I'm Stefan Kreisnik, obviously not Mary-Kate Hamilton, who's too busy working the checkout booth right now. And I'm joined, as always, by Matt Cohen and Dylan Wallace. And we have a special guest, Katie Marsnick, is here with us, a cousin of Liv Elson, who's a frequent We have a Liv Elson mentioned in the first 20 <laughs> seconds. This, this, is a is a new, this is a new record. So she Hi, might, Liv. <laughs> she might come up more times often, but thanks for joining us, Katie. I will say, I feel like I have to apologize to Katie, because on last episode, I gave a shout-out to her two sisters and not her. So she has not received a shout out, but she's still here. Come on, Dilly. I'm here and back better than ever. <laughs> well, I guess to kick things off, we're going to start off by talking about the group Tate, which was a weird soap opera, Telenova type thing where it was it was like El Amor de Pedro or something <laughs> like that. It was really weird. And I'm not really sure what the dynamic of it was, but Peter seemed to love it because all the girls were making out with him. So I guess just to kind of start off, your guys' thoughts on that group day and and how everyone acted in their role. Honestly, I thought it was terrible. I hated it. I don't know. I didn't understand, like, why they even made that. Like, it wasn't... I don't know. I don't know what they were doing that for. It was kind of weird. I just thought the whole thing with, like, having Kelly as as the as the as, as the what like abuela like the, like the grandmother what was that yeah. role supposed to be yeah, abuela like that was the only funny part of it and I think that was the only positive takeaway from it otherwise it was just like a, Peter just sitting on a couch kissing all the women which has basically been all he wanted to see <laughs> to begin with so that's I mean basically it's a, it honestly summed up Peter really well girls that don't have any personality besides potentially Kelly and Peter just making out with people and being horny for an hour. I think it worked out great for Peter. That's my take on it. It was weird. It was hard to it was hard for me to pay attention the whole time because I was just kind of uninterested. I was like, "All right, what what is going on here?" Um I liked how McKenna was just like the maid the entire time, so that was kind of funny. Um I mean, the best part was when Chris Harrison comes out at the end with the mustache and was like <laughs> Yelling at Peter. I mean, that was that and was McKenna the best got part. her moment then, Steph. She yeah, did. That was her. Time. That was like her breakout. The the moment of truth for her was. I mean, the character I guess summed her up as she said, you know, being rejected, yeah, being not looked that. at, and then she finally gets the attention she thought she deserved. But yeah, the date was really weird. Just an excuse for Peter to probably you know, explore some action. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was just really weird. I think I really thought McKenna was going to have a breakdown when she got the maid role, and I think she capitalized on it and did an incredible job in her role. And I think that with this Bachelor thing not working out for her, that maybe she has a career in a career in acting, especially career in especially uh, acting in Spanish TV shows, I guess. But right, so so how does I? Oh, we'll come back to that later. What get, McKenna? Well, just just there's like, a lot. Just like there's a lot of McKenna. McKenna. Finally, yeah. finally, I don't have to force McKenna into the conversation. There's going to be a lot of McKenna on this podcast. But going off of that group date, uh, we get the cocktail party afterwards. I don't, I don't know if it was technically a cocktail party, but they were all drinking and stuff. And we get Victoria P stepping aside to talk to Peter, and that conversation obviously did not go well for anyone. And uh, well, I think it might have gone well, gone well for Victoria P because she's out of there. But Peter ends up sending Victoria B home. So, I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on that? How that whole conversation uh, went, and now no more Victoria P on the show. Peter has to be one of the stupidest people <laughs> on the face of the earth. I, I mean, I, I've been trying to, I've debated back and forth in my head all day if Peter like meant to say that the way he said it, because I don't think he wanted to send her home. I don't think, but like the way that he said that he wasn't like sure how like she felt about him. 
and as as well, the way that that she uh, he said that he wasn't sure that like she felt she was way more into him than he was into her came out really poorly if that's not exactly what he intended and I don't blame Victoria P for wanting to go home after that because he basically just told you that he doesn't like you which again why I don't understand what Victoria I mean like yes there was the whole like Alea Victoria P thing but like Victoria P seemed like a at least to me like a lock for hometowns and Peter just sent her home before even getting to the top like eight, basically. Well, especially from how their first their yeah. one-on-one date went, it seemed like she was a sure in to go pretty far. I mean, the stuff with the lay was still, hot, but that, that, that that's not. That's not that's, <laughs> I mean, the stuff with the lay was sort of a setback. Obviously, Victoria P said that they didn't know each other at all, only for three hours. So then it you know flipped and resulted into they went on like a Vegas trip together, and I think that was when things started to go south for her and Peter's eyes. Um, but, you know, she still advanced and everything and th- things that sort of started to fizzle out. But I think that's where kind of things went south for her was the question of character from her. And, and when she was getting questioned with that, um, you could tell she had no idea what to say because she was caught in a lie. Um, so I think that's where things went wrong. I do like how Victoria P was uh, basically like, I don't need you to walk me out. Or And then like when Peter's like, you'll find someone. He's like, she's like, I know. Like I love when they do that, when they're just like, fine if you guys send me home like i don't need this i don't need this grief from you i don't need you to tell me how good i am because i already know that so i like that a lot um yeah i agree i don't know what he was doing by sending her home she was one of my favorites so i'm a little disappointed by that and i think she's one of the prettiest but that's besides the point (laughs) um yeah i know i like when she did that at the end she's like yeah i know i don't need you to walk me out or whatever i like that but it's weird when you said that um like the drama you think that was part of like the decline because i feel like he likes drama in general every time someone like like in that date with hannah and like once she started crying he's like oh my god here's a rose like i love you like i don't know i don't know what's going on with him i don't know if it was the drama or if he just like I feel like he just doesn't really know what he's doing right now, and he's just kind of sending people home for no reason, I feel like. Yeah, it just kind of goes back to this topic of Peter B. so, like, wishy-washy throughout the season. Like, if if the Victoria P. stuff had anything to do with uh, – if him sending Victoria P. home had anything to do with the Alea situation, then that definitely should have been taken care of, like, last week or week before, whenever it was. I think the fact that he just, like – kept dragging her on on a show like if, if that was the problem then just send her home when you sent home Alea. like what he just keeps going back and forth with the stuff and then later you see it with mckenna uh, on the two-on-one and the send her home for the rose ceremony like, like if you're gonna do something just like make up your mind for once man like he's he's so back and forth on everything he does i'm really i'm really fed up with peter i think mary kate was the first one to be like peter sucks and i'm really starting to get on that train of i just simply don't know what he's doing i i said a couple or whenever the first Alea stuff happened and we found out that uh, Victoria P. had kind of lied as well about the Vegas situation. I had gone against Victoria P. and said that her actions were not much better than Alea's. But if you're Peter and you're just going to like forget that and keep her on, then stay consistent with what you said. Don't bring it up a week later and be like, you know what? I don't know how serious this is because I don't think anything changed from when Alea went home to when Victoria P. was sent home. So I don't know. Peter needs to make up his mind, and that might be an issue that's bigger than him being on The Bachelor. But... <laughs> Moving on from that, we're going to talk a little bit about the one-on-one dates that we saw last night. Uh, Victoria F. had her one-on-one date. Hannah Ann had her one-on-one date. Kind of the same message that we've been seeing a lot with Peter the last couple weeks was on those one-on-ones of he's asking these women how serious they are about being on the show and how serious they are about pursuing a relationship with him. 
And he's really putting them into situations where he just wants to hear something from them. I feel like he just wants Hannah Ann and Victoria have to say that they're into him and they want something serious with him. And it's kind of just him looking for reassurance. And they gave it to him. So they end up getting the roses on their one-on-ones. And here we are with Victoria F. still on the show. So com- uh, Hold on. Sorry, Hannah Ann's date was... I got really angry at Peter during Hannah Ann's date because, first of all, Peter was speaking Spanish like the whole episode, <laughs> you know, with the show and everything. And then, he, you know, they're in Santiago, and he's saying he's calling it Santiago. Like, what is he doing? Why is he calling it San? It's San. <laughs> Santiago. Like, that's how – and he was speaking Spanish the whole time, and it, but yet he's saying it like San. Like, we're not, we're not in America. It's not San Diego. It's Santiago. So that was making me mad. I was Peter frustrated wish, when he was wishy-washy even when it comes to speaking Spanish. But anyways – He's that, the fakest Cuban of all time. Right, right. But th- that wasn't even why I was mad during Hannah Ann's date. The reason I was mad is because – Peter was so concerned that Hannah Ann had never been in like a serious relationship or she's never fallen in love. Keep in mind, Peter's 28 years old. Hannah Ann is 23. Okay. So it's like, why is that a bad thing if she's 23 years old and she hasn't been deeply in love yet? Like he was so concerned about it. And it like, so it's frustrated me so much. Like does every girl that is in the show, do they have to go through a breakup like you did to be eligible for you? Like, why do they have to have similar situations in their love lives? Like, she's 23. Why do you expect her to go through something like that? I was It just frustrated me because it was such a concern for him. Like, oh, she needs to be through it. She doesn't know what it's like. I don't know if I can, like, do this. But it's like, come on, man. You don't base... You don't base a relationship off of, like, prior experience necessarily, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, it comes into it, but the fact that he was so concerned about that frustrated me so much because it, it shouldn't matter if she went through some breakup or if she was in a deep relationship. If anything, you know, it shows that she, you know, she didn't, like, mess up a relationship in the past because, you know, if that that's my takeaway. I don't know. It was very frustrating that he was so concerned just because Hannah Ann hadn't been in a relationship like him, like that he was like in love with Hannah B or something like that. Yeah, I think going off of that, and maybe there's some people in the room that are an exception, but when you're 23, 24 years old, like how many people have been in like a serious in love relationship like up Not until that many. point? Like you pro- like most people have probably had like an on and off relationship or something like that, but like to that extent of what, what Peter's looking for, I mean, it almost sounds like he wants someone that's just as emotionally damaged as him or something like that. Like, sorry we weren't all contestants on The Bachelorette and went for Hannah B and got rejected at the end. I think as we get some technical difficulties with Dylan ripping off the mic. But so <laughs> Yeah, Dylan, so that's the most fed up I've seen you get in a while, Dylan. I will one other point to this as I try to fix this microphone is that he you didn't see him ask, like, Victoria F., like, what's your past relationships been like? Because she's not as young as Hannah Ann. So – he was just concerned about the youth, so it was just it was frustrating. Hannah Ann said she was in a three and a half year relationship or something yeah, like that. I was like, gonna say that. I don't really under I mean, I know we're like not I know we're like putting the heat on Peter, but how do you not say that you're in love with someone after three and a half years? I don't understand. It that. Is, I mean, yeah, that is I feel like, like a that's long a little fishy that she would have said she was in love and like maybe just ended badly, so she's like trying to convince herself it wasn't love, but I don't know. I saw like a lot of memes on Twitter of like that guy after he heard that she said that she was like never in love with him and like all this stuff but <laughs> like because i was like i don't get that but yeah i agree that i don't know why he would ask her that and i feel like it doesn't i feel like all it takes is one person to like actually fall in love with if it is like meant to be so i don't know why he would care if like she was heartbroken for like he just wants to like hear that someone like is heartbroken and he has like an obsession with it i feel like i think yeah i think he just wants to hear like certain things from them like he wants hannah ann to say that she's falling for him and he want like in this situation he almost like wanted her to say that someone had broken her heart before something like that um 
Cohen, I want your thoughts on this. My thoughts on this? What What would be your reaction if your ex-girlfriend starts bashing you what on The Bachelor? <laughs> let's say, let's say there's an ex-girlfriend <laughs> in the picture. She just, you're watching TV. First of all, first of all, if your ex-girlfriend's on The Bachelor, do not watch yeah. The Bachelor. Like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> That's got to be but painful. Let, yeah, let's say Acres you, for days. <laughs> let's say you are. Like, do you at least want to be name dropped so you can be famous? <sighs> That's a weird question. Uh, I mean, no. All of us are Chase. Like, and, yeah, and like Chase Rice is the guy. I mean, but like Chase Rice was so angry about being on the show, right? I mean, I just feel like there's like this stigma that like you have to be ready for marriage, and like they've known Peter for a month, basically. Like, is it a problem if she's not like head over heels in love with him after like a month, month and a half? Like that seems very quick, and it's like the whole point of the show is like, you get married after like four months of knowing it's a someone, process. and it's it's Journey. like <laughs> like it. Why do you need to be ready? Like I like as weird as Colton's season was, like they didn't get married right after the show, and they're still together. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And like that shouldn't be a problem. I feel like, but yet Peter wants to like Peter definitely wants to be married after this season. And, like, I don't think it's a problem if the girls don't want to marry him after four months because, like, that's really quick. That's yeah. why these relationships never work on this show. I agree with that. Um, exactly. Because people want different things. And, like, when you only know someone for, like, however long it is, like three months that they're doing this show, you know, you want to spend a little more time outside of the show to realize if you're ready to get engaged, I feel like. But uh, sort of to Katie's point, to digress a little bit, I mean, it was strange that I saw this tweet from Tia, if anyone remembers Tia from, like, Colton yeah. or whatever, but uh, she tweeted that like Hannah Ann in a relationship with a guy for three and a half years doesn't say she's in love with him. Knows Peter for three weeks and <laughs> on the one-on-one -on -one date she did say last night like I'm falling in love with you. Yeah. So I mean that was obviously I mean circumstances whatever, but that was also kind of interesting. Man, it looked really fake though, like her crying and stuff, and then saying she was. Oh, she's so fake. That but they all are. Really, I mean, yeah, yeah, a lot of it is like that. Like the only person I feel like. Only two people I feel like could just cry whatever they want are McKenna and Kelsey. It seems like everyone else kind of has to force it a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. The whole I just thought the Hannah and Dad date was so awkward. Like it was just really weird. And also thinking about that, um, shout out our our broad listeners, Ella Hunt, Sofia Godinez. They both thought that the Hannah and date was really awkward too. So I don't know. I feel like he like I feel like he kind of likes Hannah Ann. I think he's the like, best he's, connection. He's trying to get like such like specific answers from her and like trying to move so quick with her i don't think he's over hannah b i think oh, he's no. he wants to like no, he wants to like get into a relationship like so quick so fast and like be serious with someone so fast because I, I think he thinks that'll help him move on from hannah b but I, the way he he talked to hannah b at the beginning of the season versus how he talks to any of the women yeah. now like he likes hannah b oh yeah i mean i definitely think that he has the best connection with hannah ann which maybe just it's a hannah thing i don't know um <laughs> but like i mean i Lo loyal listeners of the podcast know that Hannah Ann's been my pick to win every week of the season. And <laughs> loyal I mean, listeners like Katie, yeah, correct. Yeah, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> um, and you know, at some point, like they definitely have the best connection of the women on the show. At least in my opinion, I think Madison's probably second to that. Um, Madison, Madison, by the way, finally got screen time last night. Finally. Yeah, that was huge. It's been like weeks, literally, I think, since she's been shown. She's been cruising. Yeah, she's been. Cruising. She's still cruising. Like, I mean. I, I'm not picking Madison as a favorite. I haven't picked her in a favorite because I feel like it's been too easy for her. Like, she's going to screw something up. But, like, if you're not a conspiracy theorist like me and you don't think she's going <laughs> to screw it up, like, how could you not be picking Madison at this point? 
I'm still on the Hannah Ann train, but we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to our picks later. I will say also on the Hannah Ann date, there was this moment where like they run into a Chilean couple and they said, "Oh, you guys look good together." And Peter's like, "Well, they they seem to think we had a connection." It's like, yeah. Yeah, Peter. That trust seems trust your opinions off of two strangers. Yeah, okay. And then, like, like on every season that happens, right? They, 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 they're yeah. like in like some foreign yeah, city, some and some like <laughs> long-time married couple will talk to them. But also in that conversation, they started talking in Spanish, yep. and they ended talking in English. <laughs> what? Was, yeah, uh, that was so. Weird. Uh, could you imagine being like a random couple in some country? And this, I mean, whatever country it may be, and cameras come up to you, and they're like, "Do you think they have a connection?" Like, what are you gonna be like? No, not really. Like. <laughs> With this, like all these lights and these cameras, like, what are you gonna do? Like bash Hannah Ann and, and Peter? Like, I mean, I'd probably say they have connection. I don't know, unless right. I, unless I do. I mean, like Peter holding hands and stuff. I mean, they look, you know, they look like a couple. Whatever. I don't know. I'm over. I'm so over Peter. I want. I'm ready for the next season of The Bachelor. Let's, <laughs> let's get someone else than Peter. Um, but also going on that group day, we talked about Madison getting some screen time. I believe it was Kelsey that got some screen time with him during that, or at least pulled him aside a little bit, or at some point in the episode had some alone time with him. He keeps I. He really likes Kelsey, I think. I picked her as a winner like two weeks ago, I think, after their one on one. So I think she's she's in a I think good she's position like, right now. She's like as emotionally damaged as him, maybe. And he loves that. <laughs> like like the stuff he maybe. wanted Hannah Ann to say, I feel like Kelsey would say that without him having to ask. Yeah, probably. And he keeps keeping her on. She's kind of annoying. They all are, except for Madison and Kelly. And McKenna. McKenna's not on the show anymore. <laughs> but speaking of the Madison Madison situation, the Madison screen time, during her dance with him, hanging out with him, whatever they were doing, they were definitely making out. Um, we get screams in the background of Tammy and McKenna starting to go off on each other. And that, that's what it really gets going. And McKenna finally gets the time she deserves, I guess. Um, yeah, thoughts on... Thoughts on that. Steph, Capital, actually, Capital I, want your, T. I actually want your thoughts on the McKenna <laughs> drama first. Okay. I think from the start, Tammy was way out of line saying anything. Like, okay, McKenna has been annoying at times, and I think she cries a lot more than she should. And, like, I could see why people that don't love McKenna as much as I do, like, are annoyed with McKenna. Like, I see that, and um, my phone has been blowing up with texts about people saying that McKenna is <laughs> – McKenna just says a lot of Pinterest quotes when she talks. Which like I could totally see where you're coming from on that, but but I still love McKenna, and I think I mean if you're Tammy and you're getting in beef with three other women in a span of like two episodes, like that says more about you than it does about McKenna. And I think as as cliche as some of the stuff McKenna said was, I th- still think she was like pretty on point with what she says about Tammy just trying to put her down for no reason, and also Tammy. Just assuming that McKenna isn't ready for something because she's 22, like that's something like we've talked about on the podcast before. Like she's very young for someone that's potentially going to end up engaged at the end of the season. But for Tammy to say that, I just felt like was very out of line. It like she doesn't know how McKenna feels. Like some people might be ready earlier than other people are. So I don't know McKenna having that much beef so quick with other people. Like I feel like that just says more about Tammy than it does about McKenna. I agree. I don't really like, I mean, I guess Tammy's gone now, but I didn't really like her that much in general. I just felt like her way to stay, or her way to have screen time was to start drama, and so I feel like that was really the only reason she was even getting into it, because I feel like she knew and Peter knew that they both didn't really have that much of a connection. I don't think they ever did. So I feel like that was the pretty much the entire reason she was starting everything, just with random people. I just don't get why it's so hard for women on, and men on The Bachelorette, but just either way, just the contestants on this show to just not like worry about other people. And when you're with 
the bachelor or the bachelorette or whoever is whatever it is talk about yourself and not other people because you're there for your relationship with the bachelor and not to kick mckenna off the show because that ended up backfiring royally for tammy and that typically backfires for whoever does it whoever starts drama doesn't typically end up when end up winning if you start like luke p was like one of the cases like he went a long way but he started all of the drama called out other people constantly and he didn't win and granted other people called him out constantly too but the people who didn't really call him out were the the final two were Jed and Tyler. Um, re- poor Tyler. Um, but, but you know, it just is constantly an issue in the show of people not being able to not worry. People not being able to worry only about themselves. And it's so frustrating because you, you're with Peter. You get limited time because there's other people trying to talk to him too. And time is always such a huge issue on this show. So talk to him about yourself. That's how you're going to build a connection. You're not going to build a connection ratting on McKenna or ratting on Kelsey. Whoever you're going to rat. It's just... I've, it pisses me off. It is, and we critique it all the time. Mm. But on the other hand, it's why we watch. It would make things interesting. That's a good point. You know, when if it was boring, we wouldn't like the when show. When there's beef in the house and people are yelling at each other, it, it makes for good TV. So, I I mean, it the logistics of it is just like, why are you bringing up other people? But, like, you know, when we're just sitting there as fans, we're like, yeah, that's pretty entertaining that they're yelling at each other right now. But, yeah, I don't, I don't understand why what Tammy had against McKenna. Um, I'm assuming it's because... And the rose ceremony from two episodes ago when Tammy, when there wasn't like a cocktail party and Tammy pulled Peter aside and then McKenna like interrupted and was like, can I steal him for a second? I'm assuming that's where it started. That's where Tammy maybe got frustrated. But yeah, she was making accusations just like she did with Kelsey about, she told Kelsey she was an alcoholic, which wasn't really true. And then she was talking to McKenna about like, you know, you're using hashtags, you want to get famous, you're not ready for this. Just because she's young. Um, so, yeah. And McKenna's responses were funny. Like, I am a strong woman. I'm not going to let you tear me down. You know, I mean, but but she was right in, in the sense of saying that, you know. So, at least she stood up for herself and she got some screen time. So, so that was good. But, yeah, the, the beef was out of the blue. Didn't make a lot of sense. And it, once again, um, McKenna had a really good line that was like, I can't wait till you watch this back and see that you're the villain of the show. Because the last, you know, three episodes, I guess, that have aired, you know, Tammy's really been the troublemaker and the villain so far. Yeah, I think one thing that really made me mad about how the whole situation even kind of started was Tammy was mad at McKenna for having a good day, even though it kind of, like, started as a bad day. She was like, you were literally crying today, and now you're saying it's a bad Like, okay, sorry, she had a good day. Like, what did you, like, you want her to cry? Like, first of all, McKenna, like, cries all the time, and then people get annoyed about that. And then she, like, has a good day, and everybody's like, well, why are you having a good day? It's like... Back off of McKenna, man. I'm sick. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick. McKenna, now that you're like off the show, we need you to come on the podcast already. If you're listening to the podcast, but I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure she is. Yeah, I mean, she always does. Yeah. But I think I like like that you brought that up, Dylan, about um, her telling Tammy that she's like the villain of the show. Like, that's definitely what it was. Like, that's definitely what 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 Tammy's role was on the show was that. And I think it shows when like Kelsey is standing up for McKenna the entire time. Like, it's like. McKenna and Tammy are arguing. Kelsey's kind of just standing to the side, and she's like butting in and telling Tammy to just like quit being so mean. I man, that whole situation was just so annoying. I'm so over Tammy. I'm so happy she's gone. I never really liked <laughs> her. Too. I think I think it was either Kelsey or McKenna that said Tammy's like Tammy knew that she didn't have anything with Peter, so her like approach was like process of elimination, try to get like other people off, and that just goes to, like what we've always been talking about how it's not smart to try to spend time with Peter or whoever the bachelor bachelorette is talking about other people and that's i kind of felt bad i kind of felt bad for mckenna there because i felt like 
Peter pulled her aside to talk about the Tammy thing. So it looks like she brought up Tammy, but like that's the reason Peter was talking to her. It'd be like, why were you and Tammy screaming at each other? But yeah, you're gonna get nowhere if you're talking about other people. It's just a just a bad look for them. But then we go to their two on one date, which is evil work by the producers to schedule them for the two on one date with Peter. Peter kind of start first of all, the note inviting them to the date says enough is enough. And Cohen heard me say yesterday, I wish enough is enough meant that Peter was just leaving. <laughs> but he ends up having a conversation with the both of them, sends Tammy home. So before we start talking about McKenna being sent home, thoughts on how Peter handled the two-on-one, I guess? Well, it wasn't even like... It, was, it wasn't even like a two-on-one Yeah, right. Game. It's just like, show up uh, earlier at the cocktail party before come, everyone else gets there. Come to the there. pregame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come pregame before everyone else gets here. Like, that's what it was. There was no... Usually they do some date or something... Um, not not like too activity based, but usually they at least go somewhere else. Um, but yeah, uh, I I feel like nothing was really. It was just weird. Like they talked about each other. Well, we we get the good interactions between McKenna and Tammy, like yelling at each other, and then Peter just talks to them individually, and it's like Tammy says stuff about McKenna using hashtags. McKenna defends herself to Tammy. Peter sits down between them and says, "Both of you can't move on. I trust you, McKenna." Here's the rose. It was what involving Peter is very non-climactic. Um, so that was my takeaway. I mean, I, I mean, from from our point of view as viewers, like he made the right decision because McKenna was obviously wasn't doing anything wrong as to our knowledge. So I mean, he handled it right, surprisingly, for the first time. So he handled it right in the moment. We, yeah, we thought he well, handled before it right. we go on to the rose ceremony. He handled it right, right before you know the cocktail party ensued. I. I have nothing more to add to that. I think Dylan kind of got that pretty well. I think the the where it got, I think he handled it well for one of the first times he's done something correctly. Um, it, but yes, we will readdress this at the rose ceremony because <laughs> he really, uh, it it looked a lot, it looked fine at the time, but it was, factor in the hindsight of the rose ceremony and that looks really bad. That's the way I, I look yeah, at it. Yeah, well, yeah. So let's but, talk but about. But we'll get back to that. Let's talk about the rose ceremony okay. a little bit. Katie, you can start with this. Just so, okay. So apparently, based on what McKenna tweeted, I think it was earlier today, um, the rose ceremony came about an hour after their like actual conversation happened. As if, I mean, that doesn't make anything better. But like on the show, it looks like it happened like two minutes later. But he t- tells McKenna he trusts her, sends Tammy home, and then McKenna's one of the people sent home in the rose ceremony. So do you think he handled it well? Um, no, not at all. I don't know why he would say I trust you and give her, you know, whatever, like just say you're moving on. And then he doesn't give her the rose. I think that was a terrible way to handle it. I think it was like public humiliation for McKenna because all the girls saw her come back and Tammy not. She had to stay in the rose ceremony and then didn't get picked. So I don't know. I mean, if I were her, I would hate him and I'd never want to talk to him again after that. But I, I just feel like the way he handles all of this stuff, it's like... I, I don't know. He's, like, in high school trying to decide which girl he has a crush on. Like, he has no just – I don't that's know. A, I feel like he has – That's a really good analogy. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like he just has no idea, like, what he actually wants. I feel like it really is just Hannah B, and he's just trying to find someone that's similar to her. And I don't know. I don't think he handles the roses – or I didn't think he handled the roses very well. I So I agree in, entirely again there. I think that, like – Simply playing a, a numbers game, there was no way McKenna was making it through that, you know, just that evening. If so, and Peter had to have known in advance that they can't, that neither of them were getting through the rose ceremony. So just send them both home at the two on one. If because I mean, there's no way Peter thought legitimately thought 
that he would keep McKenna after the rose ceremony, right? Because who would who would he have picked her over of the six that are left? None of them. So I, it, I that's why I think he handled it so poorly because he had to know going in he wasn't keeping McKenna. So why keep one of them at the two on one when you can easily have a good reason to send both of them home? Especially because it was just so like, it was so crappy because he literally said like. I trust you, McKenna. Like you're staying on, and and usually with two on ones, and we've already discussed how this was a, a really awkward two on one. But usually, for a two on one, there's one rose on the two on one date, so one person gets the rose and one person goes home. So by that definition, or how we've usually seen them, McKenna should have gotten a rose because Peter picked her to stay. But because you know he made it just before the cocktail party, it was really a cop out. Like I don't even know what the point of it was if he was just going to send them both home the same night. Like. It doesn't make any sense, and it, again, adds to the very long list we have of terrible decisions and terrible choices by Peter. I mean, I just don't get what what this guy is thinking. I mean, I think it made sense that they both went home because there was really no connection between Tammy, Peter, McKenna, and Peter. Like, we didn't see much. But, like, then why even do the two-on-one? Why say you choose McKenna and trust McKenna to just send her home an hour later? Like, it just doesn't make sense, and I don't know what he's trying to do, but he's making bad decisions, poor decisions. Yeah, Sydney also went home along with McKenna. McKenna gave us an incredible Pinterest quote after uh, after she was sent home. She They actually talked about her on Jimmy Kimmel last night. I recommend you YouTube it if you want, uh, where Jimmy Kimmel said that, the quotes McKenna used were like an Oprah magazine hit her in the face and she just like spit it all out. Where she talks about how she came on the show thinking that she was going to find love in something serious and now she's walking away madly in love with herself. Damn. Like, okay, McKenna, come on, be better than that. But anyways. Um, yeah, Sydney went home. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Came on she, Sydney was pissed that she went home. Like, she was not. Like, McKenna just, was sad. Sydney was mad. Sydney was just, again, just a process of, of elimination kickoff because right. they just who are you gonna keep yeah. when you're looking at the the women left you're like oh wow like not gonna eliminate her not gonna eliminate her not gonna eliminate her and then you just get like by eliminate like you said you just see like McKenna and Sydney you're like those are probably the two going home. That yeah that's and, that's what kind of surprised me was when he brought McKenna from the two on one. I was like if he's keeping McKenna like who is he sending home? Because then you're thinking he's like sending either like Kelsey, Kelly Natasha, like Natasha would have been probably the most likely of that group. Right. I'm glad she stayed though. But I mean Sydney was is kind of interesting character over the episodes. She she started out seeming like she'd be one of the fan favorites, and then lately she's kind of I don't know I don't know what she transformed into. I Katie, can't. I'm gonna ask you this because we we've talked a lot about the girls on the show. Like a lot of them seem fake. So I want your take on if not just Sydney, but a lot of the women in the house so far. Um. Yeah, I feel like I have fake radar, but I think that <laughs> Hannah Ann. I still think she's fake. Sorry to anyone who's picks her as her fate or as her favorite. Sorry. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like she had some weird devious ways at the beginning and then all of a sudden she's nice and like I don't know. I just don't really find her to be very like down to earth. I do find Madison to be down to earth. Who else? Um Kelsey. Kel- I think Kelly's down to earth. I think that she's Kelly's too good for the show. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like she Honestly, I feel like she's kind of her and Madison both. I feel like are both too good for Peter, and I think that they probably in the back of their heads know that. But 
Um, I think they're both on Earth. Everybody else is a little, I feel like, wishy-washy, like, you know, in the fakeness level. But especially Hannah Ann, she comes off really fake. Sydney, I don't know. I can't remember much of Sydney, honestly. I feel like she, whenever she was on, I just probably wasn't paying attention. She didn't really catch my eye ever, so I wasn't too, like, much of a big fan of her, but... Yeah, so now we'll go into our final picks unless anyone has something they want to add. Wait, we didn't really talk about what? Victoria F., her one-on-one. Yeah, I don't know. Because it was... She's kind of like... It was the same pulled, as Hannah he, Didn't he pull her aside at the cocktail party at the end, even though she already had a rose from the one-on-one? Yes. Did like, he? what are you... What is he doing? There's Nothing goes through his head. Literally nothing. Well, her date was so weird. I'll just run down it really fast. Victoria F. was super conflicted. Like, I don't know if... Like, I like him a lot, but I don't know if what I want and she was crying and there was no there was no resolution to the date at all like she didn't she didn't really say like yeah you know I I, I know that I want to be here with you and like end up with you like that wasn't said at all but Peter still gave her a rose and then at the cocktail party right before the rose ceremony as Stefan said she was like well I don't feel any better from the other night even though I have a rose so it's like why did he you know gosh I don't understand Peter like if she wasn't ready if he's questioning the readiness of like a McKenna or a Hannah Ann, and Victoria F is the one like openly saying, "I don't know if I'm ready," but he rewards her with a rose and others with not. Nah, I don't, I don't understand that at all. I I don't understand anything Peter does. But yeah, you're right. The Victoria F's ending to the date felt a lot like the ending with Kelly, where like they had this discussion. And it's like a really good discussion, and there's no like resolution. He just kind of gives her the rose at the end. It's like, did you really get? What you wanted out of that? Might have been a pity rose because she was crying and couldn't pull herself together. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He's given out so many pity roses this season. I feel like all of them are pity roses in I some was, shape I or always form. wonder, as as Katie said, how like Kelly and Madison like know in the back of their heads they're, they're too good for Peter. I always wonder like if you go on the show and you're just like you, – you're like going – you're like going to date with Peter. Like, you know what? This is actually not the dude for me. Like, what do you do then? I was just going to say I talked about this with who I was watching um, The Bachelor with last night. I don't know if you guys watched Caitlin Briscoe's season. Was it Briscoe? I don't know. Whatever her season was. She was right before JoJo. And it was a few years ago on The Bachelorette. And some guy, actually, who was on it just decided that he didn't really like her as a person. And he <laughs> just straight up said to her, he's like, I think you're shallow and I don't like you as a person, so I'm going to go off the show. And she was like, okay. So, like, they can do that. Like, if they think, like, never mind, I just don't really like this person. Because I don't know if they know very long before they go on, like, who it is. But, yeah, I mean, even if, like, you don't. Like, you may, might know it's Peter, but, like, how well do you know Peter until the show actually yeah. starts and stuff like that? Yeah. I don't know. They do deserve better. Madison definitely deserves better. Yeah. Kelly is Kelly, – I feel like Kelly's too smart for him, honestly. <laughs> Attorney in Chicago, please go find someone better please. than Peter. Do we know what Peter does? Oh, wait. He's a pilot. He's a pilot. <laughs> hey, they haven't brought it up in a while. So it, He literally wore a pilot's jacket on the, uh, the uh, soap opera. I can't believe oh you said that. Wow, that. I totally forgot. Can we cut that part? As soon as, yeah. I, as, soon as it was coming out of my mouth, I then remembered, oh, wait, Pilot Pete. That's what it is. I think oh that's – yeah, let's let's get to the I'm big. I'm so marking that so the IDS asked me to give, like, a short little clip for social media. Media. I'm marking the timestamp for that, so I can put that for like the like like the like whatever Instagram post. Where we forget make. what job Pilot Pete has. <laughs> well, anyways, with all the people that got kicked off, all we got left now is Victoria F, Kelsey, Kelly, Natasha, Maddie, and Hannah Ann. So Cohen, we'll start with you because you usually have the same picks. I do. I still Who do you think picks. is winning? I don't even know if I consider it winning at this point. Who's the one that gets Peter at the end? <laughs> Who's the next Bachelorette? And then who is your favorite? 
I'm unchanged from our last episode on Tuesday. I've got Hannah Ann as my winner, Natasha as the bachelorette, and I, uh, Kelly is my favorite, which is, I think, a slight change. Kelly's my favorite after the, her uh, her incredible acting performance, which actually had me laugh for one of the rare times on this show. <laughs> yeah, you had a slight change from Chris Harrison to Kelly. So. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I'll add Mary-Kate's picks real quick before Dylan and Katie go. Uh, Mary-Kate picks Madison as the winner, Victoria P. as the next bachelorette, and her favorite is Natasha. Which I'm pretty sure her favorite was Kelly. Oh, Victor- Victoria P is a good pick. I didn't think about Victoria that. Victoria P is a good pick. Yeah, Go she ahead, got, Dylan. She got kicked off at the, at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I for the first time ever, I am unchanged from. Well, it's only been two days, so I guess maybe that's why. <laughs> but um, favorite remains Madison. That's been the constant for at least the last like three or four weeks. Madison's my favorite. The winner, I think, as I said last time, is Kelly. And my, I actually, oh crap, I am changing something up actually. Hold on, never mind. <laughs> Two out of three is the same. <laughs> Madison favorite, next bachelorette is, I agree with Cohen, is Natasha. I think she's gonna, you know, she's gonna catch the eyes of some people and she's gonna be a really fun character. So I could see her making that. So I got you Madison. You said Kelly was your favorite? Yeah, no. Or Madison Co- favorite, win winner Kelly, next bachelorette, Natasha. Um, my favorite is Madison. She's always been my favorite, I think. Um, Next Bachelorette, I would say Madison, because I don't think she's going to win. And then for winner, I say no, and I don't think he's going to end up with anyone. Ooh. Wow. That's our no, first, I that's don't, first I time. I don't, because um, like, there's so much speculation on like why no one can figure out who won. And he even said on – I can't remember. He went on some show like and said, like I guarantee no one will like guess what happens. But he doesn't say, like guess who I – ended up with so I, I think he's gonna end up with no yeah, one yeah you're right I guess most of the early previews do like go to the finale and it's like the most shocking ending ever <laughs> which is like every <laughs> there's, episode there's ever also the, there's that sound bite from his mom and all the previews like late season of like, of like go get her don't let her go it's bring Hannah her home B. to it's us gotta be yeah. hey, do you think it's Hannah B I think what's gonna happen is he's gonna end up with no one and then you know how um sometimes like after in the last show like they'll show like a month later I think he'll be dating Hannah B Ooh, <sighs> he's so stupid um, okay, my pick, man, I'm kind of like, I kind of want to agree with Katie on yeah, this. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a good pick. That's a very good pick. It's the first time, Katie, mixing things up, no winner. Yeah, well, okay, I'll I'll, st- I'll just stick to the script for now on, but I might I might steal Katie's concept later in, in the season. I'll say that, I, I'll stick with Hannah Ann winning. Um, I guess we're all pretty confident that someone named Hannah's going to win at this point. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah Ann wins. Next bachelorette, I'm going to agree with Mary Kate. I think it's Victoria P. I think Victoria P just like that is a good ki- like she did it like Peter sent her home but she kind of left too. Like it was a mixture of both of them being like yeah, mutual agreement. She was like this is our last conversation ever. Like boom, she was out. She was of done, her. bro. She was done. It was done. good. I think I think her exit makes her like a strong candidate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think her exit was good. I think people kind of like her and she's got like enough drama and she's like good looking. She's, she, really she's like a good yeah. candidate yeah. for the bachelorette. So next bachelorette, Victoria P, winner Hannah Ann. I'm so torn on who my favorite is. I miss McKenna so much already. <laughs> I can't emphasize enough how much I miss McKenna. I was heartbroken last night. Come on the pod, McKenna. McKenna, now's your time to shine. Um, man, I don't know. Chris Harrison. The, yeah, I mean Chris produ- Harrison, the producer who made the clip of a uh, Peter smashing the glass on his face. Yeah, whoever so found favorite. the security footage—that's the investigative <laughs> journalism we need. Um, I'll say, I'll say Kelly's my favorite just because I think she's like smart and like competent as a human being <laughs> and and she's from chicago she chicago and that, that's may, a, has a place in maybe heart. really from indiana because she went to culver academy so 
I'll say Kelly's my favorite right now, but I don't think she's going to make it very far. I think Natasha's the next one gone, and I think Kelly's probably gone after her. Don't sleep on Kelsey, though. I actually, I bold prediction, I think Natasha is uh, hometowns, actually. Think so? Bold, bold pick from me, but Maybe. that's what I'm going to go with. All right, well, that does it for us this week. Thanks, Katie, again for joining us. We'll be back next week, hopefully, with Mary-Kate. I'm assuming with Mary-Kate. But until then, hope you enjoy the next episode of The Bachelor, and I hope you join us again for Four Thorns. Thanks for listening.